What's up, friends? Friends. Hello, my name is Nina. My name is Jay Jr. Welcome to The Drive Project. We're so excited that you are tuning in and listening. Do us a huge favor, subscribe. Yes. We don't want you to miss anything. No highlights. That we have to talk about. <laughs> right. We're not talking highlights. No. We're talking thick. Real. Real. Good. Deep stuff. <laughs> I love this. But we're so grateful for you guys. And um, today, we are actually talking about some things that we've been through in our personal journey in um, just how we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not been easy. It's not been easy. Mm -hmm. The battle that we've maybe struggled with is weight and weight on ourselves. And we're not even talking. Mm -mm. (laughs) Well, we're not talking (laughs) the other stuff. We're talking (laughs) all of it, really. We're talking weight on our bodies, mm-hmm. weight emotionally. Right. Um, what are you and carrying? you know what? It's funny because once you start carrying weight emotionally, spiritually, um, any type of individual trauma, you start actually it can affect your weight, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. it's kind true. of ironic. Well, it's I mean, interesting because it's like whatever you feel like you can't control, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. And so I know even personally for me, I struggled a lot um, just with the image towards myself yeah. because of the traumas that I did experience. Yes. And so um, you just feel like you're, it's out of control. Absolutely. You know, and even to where it, it, it could be the extreme. I know we're talking like different forms of it, but like even with my own body where, okay, so maybe I can't control this emotionally, but I can control my there body. There it is. There it is. And so I'll put my body through pain. Now, there are two extremes of that. Yes. There is, and you know, I, I, we're not going to lessen or lighten anybody who struggles mm-hmm. with overeating right. or even under like undereating, bulimia, right. Um, right. anorexia, things yeah. of that nature. And there are two extremes. Mm-hmm. For me personally, you know, I was in a relationship at a young age mm-hmm. and this man became pretty much my everything. Right. I was heavily involved. I was young. My parents divorced. Um, I did everything with him and I we would eat out a lot. Mm. And, you know, somebody tells you you're beautiful, you know, you you kind of let yourself go a little bit. Right, right. I'm beautiful. I I can be big. I get comfortable (laughs) in my my comfy pants. They say say your stretchy pants will always tell you you're good, but your jeans will say, get back (laughs) in. Get the heck back in the gym, girl. (laughs) Put down the cookie. Um, But I I had a lot going on and I was in in a long-term relationship at a very young age and I found myself just eating and letting Mm. myself go because once you start getting, like we said, comfortable, Comfortable. you... um, yeah, you just manage things a little differently. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I remember graduating high school at my heaviest. I'm 5'7", so weight is very different for me. Mm-hmm. I carry it a little different, and I'm already naturally thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I graduated high school at 212 pounds. No way. Yes. When? I mean, how? When? How? I know. That's the whole That's point of crazy. this podcast is wow. how does it happen? How See, here's do you the funny thing here? is I knew I needed change. And, and, and I've told this story before, but I knew I needed change because I used to, I was, I was pushing like a, and nothing wrong with it. I, I'm all, but for Absolutely. me, I'm not supposed to be right. this size. Right. There you go. So somebody else may be like, no, I'm that size. That's fine for you. Yes. So please don't feel like, because I'm saying this, exactly. that has to be you. But for me, um, I think I was pushing almost like a 38, 40 waist. Wow. 
And you know me. I do. And so I was pushing that. And so what I would do is I would take my belly and tuck it in my jeans <gasps> and pull the belt tight like Janet Jackson. Okay. <laughs> and be like, this is the, the nation. closest thing to yeah. men's waist trainer. Right. <laughs> and I would do that. And it was my way up. And so, it, mm, but it was it sucking it in. Because my whole life, you have to Let's suck it in. Let's talk about that. You cannot reveal anything. Mm. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Suck it in. Mm-hmm. This is how we address it. Everything must be tight and firm. And and it was interesting because one of the family members said, you know, be careful because you have the tendency, if you eat, you'll blow up. Uh huh. Now I was probably like twelve. Wow. So at a thirty-eight forty. No, no, no. I was oh, older okay. then. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. No, but I'm saying when I was young, I was told that. Yes. And so I struggled eating. Yes. Throughout my teens and stuff like that. And I would dance and try to stay, you know, but as I didn't address issues, I began to blow up. And, and my wife will tell you, she'll be like, you know, it's interesting because like roles reverse. I was, when we got married, I was big as hell. <laughs> and she was cinched and tight. Uh-huh. And then she says we reversed because then I started losing the weight and she gained the weight. But I was like, but you have babies. Come on she, now. There's grace. No, and now she's lost. Little. Exactly. She's, so yeah. she's lost all this weight now. So, but, but the thing was, is that when I got married, I was not happy. Yeah. Externally. I just felt it was like, oh, but it's because I was, everything was... Had to be tucked in. Yeah, you know, I was so blinded when I was in my relationship. I didn't really see who I who I was. I didn't Mm. know who I was. Mm. I was relying upon somebody else to give me an image in a front. Wow. And the way he was already big, Mm. you know. And I don't know. Maybe I got comfortable, and I wanted him to stay comfortable, so we ate together. Wow. But I viewed myself through his eyes, Mm. and if. And, and nobody would tell me that I'm overweight. And I don't think anybody right. nobody will. will I, unless they're Well, I had closest. a friend did take a picture. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> and they sent it to me. And I was like, you're evil. Get out of my life. Oh, man. But I saw the belly. And I was like, okay, got to change. Well, it's funny. I wish somebody really did tell me a little bit more about myself just mm-hmm. or who I, who I truly was. Again, mm-hmm. I was viewing my, myself through him and our relationship mm-hmm. and just the comfortability of it. And um, then he came home one day this was after I graduated high school and he said you know I'm not happy and he broke my heart wow and um sometimes that heartbreak is actually a blessing in disguise you know it's the truth when they rip out the band-aid and you're just like wow what have I been holding on to right um but he you know he told me you know I'm unhappy and I remember the next day now let me tell you I was a stoner (laughs) I was a pothead Uh and I also drank a lot and um I remember the next day I hung out with a friend and we got high and we drank but we also my my good one of my best friends we decided we were going to move in together Mm. and the next thing it was just more masks right we talk a lot about masks masks, and hiding things on this Mm -hmm. podcast but I feel like even eating was a mask a mask for me when I was mm-hmm. in that relationship just to continue to bury, you know, it's so much comfort in, right. in eating. But right. there was that and burying some of the things that happened when I was young with my parents divorcing. But, you know, I got a roommate. We moved in together. We were still doing drugs. We mm. were getting a little deeper into it. Wow. And I talked about that. I'll talk about that a yeah. little later um, in, a, in a different story. But... Um, but I actually started working out. Mm. 
but the drugs were aiding it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I knew that I wanted to lose weight. I had finally got out of a relationship and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, my eyes have been open. So right. I thought right. I was still eating a little bit mm-hmm. differently, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, I need to get good because there's no type of revenge except a, <laughs> a snatched body. A snatched <laughs> body. Come on. You took that right out right. of my right. mouth. Right. I said, okay, he doesn't want to be with me anymore. So I'm going to well, get snatched. I'm get snatched. Yeah. So, um, and for those of you that do not know what <laughs> snatched means, I'll break it down. So what it is, is that basically you get the best body that you could ever have in your entire yes. life. That is a snatched body. Yes. And so you work it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I ended up, because of some drugs that I was on, I ended up in the gym twice a day, wow. seven days a week. So oh, it became my addiction. new addiction, mm-hmm. my new image. And that's not always no. the best best route. I got down to 145. Wow. Now again, I'm five, five seven. seven. That's, bones. that's really skinny and yeah. it's almost too much for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, got, it became unhealthy. And again, I, I just viewed differently. I was still not, I was still not looking good. I was wow. still not skinny enough. Right. So, I mean, those are two extremes mm-hmm. of almost trying to look for, you know, comfort or look for healing even in fitness right well I think it's interesting you would say it because my perspective I went through childhood trauma Mm. big time yeah um spiritual abuse Mm -hmm. and so I went through a lot of that as a child and then um I had to basically raise my brothers and sisters because church was a priority wow and so I was always home Mm -hmm. cooking and cleaning Mm -hmm. that was my life Mm -hmm. and so um but because of things that I went through as a child it birthed secrets Mm -hmm. so it was easy as I got older um to I I think once you live in a lie you can create your own secrets yeah so it was easy to hide my food eat it look like I'm not eating it and then work out twice as hard wow and so that was my mindset is as long as I can keep uh, the secret mm-hmm. away from people, what's really going on, maintaining because of the things that I went through. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. It becomes an addiction. I couldn't control the pain. Yeah. I couldn't control the pain that I had went through or suffered or the lack of relationship between my dad mm-hmm. and, and wanting to be approved, wanting sure. to be accepted. Sure. And so it was easy to just go through life. And so it w- I would just burn out mm-hmm. constantly, mm-hmm. constantly, not realizing that this isn't the weight I'm supposed to shed. Right. There's a different weight I'm supposed to lose. Yes. And it's the weight of the burden of having to feel like you have to carry something. Right, right. And when that happened for me, and this was probably just like two years ago. Wow. I finally started embracing the real me. Yeah. I didn't have to be somebody that only what people wanted to yeah. see. Yeah. You know, and I had to see how does God see me? Right. Through all of this. Yeah. He still loves me. I love Even that. in my ugly parts. And you know, that's where it goes back is <laughs> mm-hmm. how you view yourself. Right. What type of love are you receiving mm. and whose love? You know, how do you how do you love yourself and, and through whose love are you are you valuing yourself? Mm-hmm. Because I just you know, that that's it. It's like I didn't love right. myself. No. I didn't love myself when I was in my relationship mm-hmm. and I didn't really love myself when I was on drugs working. And how out. can you love somebody else mm-hmm. if you first don't know how to love, love yourself? yourself? It's like looking I mean, we all know the story. Mm-hmm. You have a glass. Yeah. And a lot of us are pouring into people's lives with the little bit that we have. Right. And really you're not supposed to pour into anybody's life until you are full. Yeah. 
and whatever goes over, my cup runneth over, they right, say. Right. There needs to be a running over. That's yeah. the best of who you are. Yeah. But when you're pouring out the little bit of fumes that you have left. You're dry. You're dry. So how can you, if, if, if your love is so low, yeah. how can you try to pour that? You have nothing left for, you have nothing for yourself left. So it starts with you first. Yeah. It starts with you letting go, of, seeing yourself first. Yeah. And how you view yourself. So. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, um, you know, in the long term, when I was losing weight, I got to my thinnest. Mm. I found Jesus wow. and he you know, told me how much he loves me and how much he values me. And the fitness part and the eating part just naturally kind of came. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't an obsession. It wasn't me trying to work out my value by how other people saw me. Mm -hmm. It was um, relating my value to how God saw me and, Mm -hmm. and my, my habits and my actions and my disciplines kind of naturally came, came. Wow. you know, eating healthy, taking care of this body so mm-hmm. that I can be a good vessel, but not, um, not replacing it with, um, maybe a spiritual feeling or right. maybe something, you know, essentially maybe, you know, healthily eating the, the word of God or, mm-hmm. you know, filling my thoughts with things that are encouraging and uplifting, right. um, right. instead of, trying to yeah. grab a snack. And I, I, <laughs> I think for me, when I was working on, I'm always honest, mm-hmm. when I was working on my marriage mm-hmm. and I said, okay, the year previous was all about me, mm-hmm. the image. Okay. And working hard to cover. Yeah. I did the opposite. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm not going to focus so much on the external. I'm going to work on the internal. Yeah. And I'm going to hope that eventually my inside life will spill out to my outside life. And so I stopped working out consistently Mm. and I worked on myself emotionally, got into therapy. It healed an area that I thought I had to carry. Yeah. When that weight shed, then all of a sudden it was easier to go back and work on the external side. And so I think once for me, I learned to let go, you know, and I began to see myself the way for me, for me, and this may not work for you, but for me, yeah. how God seen me. There it is, yeah. Um, and I realized that I am loved, yeah. no matter what size I am, no matter what they have said. Yeah. Um, it was easy to be like, well, then I don't care. Right. Not that I don't care about my health. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what you have to say about my health. Right. Exactly. So unless you are telling me I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> don't come at me. Don't come at me because I had something. And so now I'm able to monitor, but I'm free. Yeah, free. I'm free in now working out. I'm free in like, you know, and if the pants don't fit, that's not for me. That's not my. Find a new store. That's not my size. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my size. I can't go back to that. Man, and such, like you said, there is such freedom. There is. When you can not view clothing in your size mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that, but, it, but really just just what feels good and right. what makes you feel confident and right. valued, yes. etc. And can I encourage encourage all of us mm-hmm. that we are not called to carry weight? So good. We aren't. There's are no. some things that we cannot bear. Right. And right. yes, we are equipped. Um, there, there is a grace. There is something that you know innate for us. It is God who mm-hmm. gives us grace to carry right. certain things or go through things. Mm-hmm. But it is throughout Scripture and throughout even books that vary a wide that says, you know, letting go and casting cares and, you know, the the weight that we think that we have to carry, you know, I'm, I'm thinking 
I'm thinking weight of carrying a family mm-hmm. um, financially. Job, financially. I'm, I'm thinking carrying the weight of being a mom. Maybe you're a single mom. Friendships. Maybe mm-hmm. carrying weight where it's just dragging you down. We release, you know, yeah. cast your cares. Right. Um, take on a different stride. Mm-hmm. Uh, take on a different perspective so right. that it's easy and, right. it's, and it's light and it's airy because um, this life is to be enjoyed and not to be carrying pressures, mm. you know, from other people's That's perspective. So Perspective, you know, it's, and it's, so good. it's crazy all this comparison and all of it. I mean, we all end up, you know, but the best thing is being a healthy you and a right. whole you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, pick up a snack. Yeah. <laughs> pick up a snack. <laughs> Listen, pick up a snack. Eat that chocolate chip cookie. Right. And, then and have don't the balance eat in it. One. <laughs> and don't eat another one. And I think it's true because there is a blessing in letting go. Mm-hmm. You're not quitting on yourself. No. You're learning to let go of things that you're not supposed to carry, like yeah. you said. And yeah. there is a it's a gift it is. to let go. Mm-hmm. And I love, shout out to Billy Huffman because he told me that. Mm. There's a difference between letting go and quitting. Yeah. And there's many times where because even externally or internally, you just want to quit. Don't yeah. give up. Yeah. You know, it's learning to let go of those things that you just can't and right. giving it to God. Yeah. Let him carry it for you so you can be a, a healthier you. Yeah. And so there's two sides to it. For those of you that are looking at it from a fitness perspective, you got it. And for those of you who are looking at it from an emotional, spiritual side, you just got it. Yeah. Because either way, you're having to learn to let go of something. Yeah. And it could be that, you know what, I'm going to stop looking in the mirror and not liking what I see. Right. I'm going to compliment um, the gift that I am. Yeah. Cause you are a gift. Yeah. It is a gift to have life. Yeah, it is. And so to downplay yourself is saying mm-hmm. that you don't deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why you are here. You are breathing. There's a future for you. You there have is. a dream. Have a purpose, I'm not yeah. going to preach, but I'm just, saying, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying, it, you know, it's this reality <laughs> yeah. that it, there's a gift on the inside of you that needs to come out of you. And so when you look in the mirror, tell yourself yeah. that you are important, that you are valuable. Yeah. And it's more than just the image. Yeah. What do you really see? Who are you really? Who are you? Regardless of your past and what you've gone through, mm-hmm. work through it. Yeah, there's and a reason. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. And listen, we come from very good eating backgrounds. Yes. Listen, Jay cooks. I up. cook. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too hard to find or smell when he's cooking up. Right. My husband cooks amazing right. food. Mm-hmm. Um and if you eat a lot, you gotta work out. I you gotta know. do it. I just <laughs> Shout out to my gym, baseline. What's your gym? Orange theory. We're going to have coaches come on here yes. and talk with us and give us both perspectives as well, too, Yeah, which is going to be great. So I'm super excited yeah, about that. Yeah, I think it's important to know about the body and also um, psychologically how it right. affects, you know, our thoughts and yes. how it affects our Everything. being. I'm telling you, if I have if I have a binge of chips, cookies, pizza right. all day, I'm naturally going to be drained. My body cannot right. operate on that. Mm-mm. And it affects it does. Mentally. Mentally. Sugar does that for me. Yeah. It gives me, it, they said sugar is almost like, a, what is it, cocaine? It's the high. Wow. And so I know when I have sugar, I literally crash. Yeah. And I'm like looking for the next fix. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you have to have something that gets there that out. All so balance. balance. All balance. Balance. But, um, mm. you know, just know that you are valuable. Mm-hmm. You are loved. And you really do you have purpose and a hope. Right. And um, I love that. Just seeing who you are mm. um, with someone greater than yourself. Yeah. You know? so. so good. Thank love you, you guys Thank so much you for so listening. Thank you so much for listening. This is a good one. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it myself because you said some real good stuff. So did you. Let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs> love you guys. Let's keep the conversations going. Till next time. Bye. Bye.